Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out the latest episode of Crop Factor. Now, for more context on this episode, feel free to visit youtube.com forward slash EMT films so you can contextualize all the information that we provide on the audio experience. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I post behind the scenes content on everything you see and hear. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. EMT here, and in this video, we're exploring the photography workflow for the brand new Insta360 GO 2, and we're sharing a couple tips along the way. Now, we have been covering on the channel the Insta360 GO and the brand new Insta360 GO 2. If you haven't seen any of those videos, check out the links in the description because recently I posted a workflow video for the Insta360 GO 2 and of course I did a review of some sort. You can call it a review, but it's pretty much the reason why this thing is my favorite camera. If you haven't checked that out already, the links are down in the description. So as part of the photography workflow or the photography journey, this is technically tip number one. Make sure you always have your charge case with you. Even if you're using the pendant, even if you're using any other accessory, make sure this is always with you because it's a fantastic tripod for on the go. Another reason why you wanna always have your case, even if you're using additional accessories for your Insta360 GO 2, is the fact that this is a remote. When you open up your Insta360 and you're wearing it in your forehead with an accessory or wearing it with the pendant, you can use the Insta360 GO case as a remote to start, stop recording, and change your camera modes, which is clutch because if you don't have your phone accessible or you'd rather save up some battery, this is where it's at. And not to mention that it keeps the camera protected while you're not using it. So anytime you're out and about, you wanna make sure you're bringing this charging case with you. So I guess that was tip number two. And tip number three, give yourself two to three seconds from the moment you press the shutter to start moving. And by that, I mean whenever you press the shutter button, you wanna give yourself a couple of seconds, two to three seconds after you've pressed the button for the camera to actually capture your shot. This little thing is capturing DNG raw photos, so it's gonna give you a lot of information, but it might take a second or two from the moment you press the shutter to actually capture the shot. I've had some images where we're all blurred out because we started moving ahead of time. So give yourself some time. A little rule of thumb for me is to, when the moment I say three, two, one, I press the shutter at two, just so I'm relieving the pressure out of everybody else that I'm trying to take a picture of. Three, two, one, and then the picture is already taken. Usually people linger for one or two seconds after you say one and you take the picture. So that's what I do give yourself two to three seconds, that way you have the best pictures and not blurry or funky ones. Now you can edit Insta360 GO 2 images in three different ways. There's a mobile workflow with the Insta360 app and there are two different computer workflows using the Insta360 Studio program and or Lightroom. Now the mobile workflow is one of my favorite ones because it allows me to get to the photos a lot quicker right on the spot, be able to transfer them from the camera into my smartphone and post them on social media if that's what you're looking to do. So I highly encourage you to get familiar with the tools using the Insta360 app because 
it allows you to turn around photos a lot faster. Now, I already imported a couple of images with the Inset360 app. So we're gonna go down to albums and I'm gonna select the local images. And as you can see, I have a couple of images here that I took in Santa Monica. And let's actually use this one for example. By tapping on the screen, you have this awesome, vibrant looking image captured straight up with the Insta360 Go 2. No additional editing, this is pure shot, so you can turn that on or off and you can see how the camera adjusts the information, the dynamic range of the picture. Look at the shadows, just by simply tapping on pure shot, we get a little bit more detail in the wood uh, right under the little carts over there. Now, the awesome thing about the Insta360 Go 2 is that we can get different aspect ratio images just by simply tapping on that 16 by 9 on the bottom left corner. And because the Insta360 Go 2 captures a full-blown square, we can actually repurpose these shots for an Instagram story or a TikTok, for example. It is so cool to be able to capture one image and have a couple of different outputs without losing a lot of the essence of the image. Sometimes you can crop an image, but it's really cool that you're not diluting the actual quality of the image because when you take a photo with the Insta360 Go 2, you capture a lot, you capture a full square. And with the Insta360 app on your smartphone, you can make those adjustments on the fly and repurpose your image for whatever you're looking to do. Now this one specifically is gonna be part of my Instagram story and my YouTube story. So make sure you're following me on Instagram so you can capture all these really cool behind the scenes shots. And let me know in the comments section down below if you have your own tips of editing Insta360 Go 2 or Go Photos. Let me know in the comments section. Now Color Plus taps on the vibrancy and saturation of the image. Notice at the bottom of the screen how Pure Shot is no longer enabled because here we're capitalizing on color saturation and vibrancy. When we go back to Pure Shot, you're gonna get a lot more detail. So this is something to consider if you're doing additional post editing, you might wanna give yourself a little dynamic range there. If not, Color Plus is gonna give you that extra punch in the color and make things look a little bit more vibrant, a little bit more vivid. Now, another fantastic tool while under mobile workflow is the ability to change your field of view. In this image, for example, right now we're using linear, but we can switch over to the wide, the little bubbly action camcordy look, or we can crop in using the narrow FOV. And that way we can get a little bit more up in the action. I don't like the way the color plus looks here. It's a little bit over saturated. So I'm gonna go back to pure shot and there's a lot less noise in the blues, right? So this gives you the capability to mix and match different presets and get to your end result a lot quicker. Now the whole field of view is more noticeable when using wider shots. For example, if I switch back to 16 by nine or one by one, and we switch over from narrow to linear, right? We get a little bit more of that swoop from the roller coaster and we can even do wide. And now we get a little bit more of a bubbly effect. You see how the edges of the frame just punched in and now it's more, uh, kind of like condensed towards the middle. And we can actually see a really cool loop in yellow right from the roller coaster rail. And then after the fact at the bottom, you do have different filters that make your life a lot easier as far as presetting your image, just so you don't have to do a whole lot of editing. Some of them are really cool and make your life a lot easier. Definitely recommend checking out the filters on the Insta360 app.
There are also different adjustments if you wanna get down to the nitty gritty as far as the contrast, saturation, temperature, highlight, shadows, you name it. So don't be afraid to experiment and if you need to create different versions of your image, you can easily make those adjustments and when you're ready to export, just simply hit the top right button for sharing. As you can see, I exported a picture and we can always go back and make different adjustments and export again. So it's really a non-destructive environment and I like that. Now the second and third workflows require a computer. First, make sure you plug in your Insta360 camera to your computer. I personally like to copy the files locally and then manage them. Some people like to run them straight from the camera. And I feel that works great if you're editing a couple of images, not hundreds. So definitely you be the judge of your workflow. And as you can see, the Insta360 Go 2 captures DNG files. So there's a lot of information. It's a full one by one, which means it's the same sizes vertically than horizontally. All right, so once we open the Insta360 Studio app, all we simply have to do is drag and drop the images right into the studio app from the camera or the local folder if you copy them internally. Now there are two kinds of files that the Insta360 Go 2 captures. You have the DNG files and the INSP files. For the Insta360 Studio application, we're gonna go ahead and use the INSP. This is not quite the full quality image in its raw glory, so to speak, but the INSP files are going to allow you for that additional customization that you can achieve in the mobile app. Take this image for example. We have the capability of adjusting the field of view after the fact in a computer. Maybe we want to fine tune or just simply dump all the images and then select and edit what you want. This is a really good option if you don't require a whole lot of editing. We can go from ultra wide, linear, to narrow, and we can also choose the aspect ratio of the image. We can go from 16 by nine, we can go one-on-one -on -one ratio, which is the perfect square for Instagram. We can do nine by 16, perfect for TikTok and stories overall. And we can do an X-band, which is a panoramic-like shot. You also have the capability of adding color plus, and honestly, sometimes that does the job. Not every single photo requires your most advanced artistic editing. Maybe we're just trying to get a simple photo from a simple environment out in the wild or maybe just for record keeping. The fact that we can do these things on a batch level, it's very useful. Another fantastic use for the Insta360 Studio application is batch export. We can export all our images at the same time with the same aspect ratio, and you can do that multiple times if you're trying to create multiple proofs for different aspect ratios. Here's a version for Instagram, here's a version for TikTok, right? You have the capability of batch export, which this saves you a lot of time. So if you have an Insta360 Go 2 and you haven't downloaded the Insta360 Studio application, definitely get on it. The link is down in the description. And last but not least, we have our professional Lightroom workflow. This is where we're actually using that DNG file that gives us a lot more information. It is a substantially larger file. And here you can go crazy and create your own customizations with your own aspect ratio, with your own perspective, because Lightroom gives us a lot of different options. You, by the way, can use any DNG photo editor, any raw photo editor. I personally choose Lightroom because it's simple yet very, very powerful. And all we really need to do is drag and drop the desired images right into Lightroom. You can crop your image, 
You can change the distortion and change perspectives. You can change your aspect, your scale, you name it. You can also make light and color adjustments. With programs like Lightroom and Photoshop, we can even remove elements from our images. And this makes it a powerful tool in order for you to explore your creativity. But I wanna know what you think. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop them down there so we can continue to create relevant content for you. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe if you enjoy the video. And as always, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I'll catch you on the next one.